Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Rick and Morty adventure of Sci-Fi Watcher. Glad you could join us again on this Thursday. I am Corey Charette, and joining me is my friend, my comrade, my cohort, my sidekick, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, what's going on? I'm so honored. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> Good to be here, man. Are you ready? We're almost to the end, my friend. Almost to the oh, end. Oh, I know. No, say it ain't so. November is too far away for season four, but yes, we're almost to the end of season three here. Are you ready? Oh. Ready to rock? Let's go. All right. This one's called, uh, it's called the Ricklantis Mix-Up or Tales from the Citadel. Depends how you look at it. It's uh, episode seven from season three, 20th episode overall, September 10th, 2017. This one came out written by Dan Guterman and Ryan Ridley and directed by Dominic Pelsino. And Rick and Morty are going to Atlantis. So we think. Or are they? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> so one of them is. <laughs> I, do, I do like the fact that the portal opens up in another Rick and Morty show from K-22. Mm-hmm. Trying to get uh, money for the Citadel of Rick's reconstruction fund. Which, yeah, they're not going to have that. No, no. And then we get a cool opening. Yeah, Tales from a Citadel, and it's a Joe Walsh, Joe Walsh song, Eagle song, too, uh, in the city. But it's actually sung by Justin Rowland. Which I had no idea at, when I first watched this. We actually had to listen to it again before the show, and believe it or not, we were still like, this is Joe Walsh. I know. Somebody's lying here. I don't know who. Somebody's lying. I don't know. So yeah, we get to see what happens in the Citadel of Ricks, basically, is what this episode is. And it's it's a credit to these guys that they can just make another episode within an episode here, and it's blowing my mind. There's so much going on. There's so much going on, and it's just two characters, but it's different versions of these characters. Yeah, well, there's Ricks that have Crazy. different jobs, Mortys that have different jobs. And they're fleshed out characters, too. That's the it's weird crazy. thing. Yeah. Um, a purely Rick and Morty episode to the highest, to the nth degree. Exactly. Nth degree. Yeah. I mean, we get everything from how we learn about simple Rick's wafer cookies. Oh my God. In which, a Sam Elliott voice. Which is so great. So great. I, I love that. We Then we have a Morty that's running against Rick's to become president. Get a case of bad cop, good cop with a Rick and a Morty. And the Morty cop is in charge. Yeah. Rick, the Rick's the rookie, which is unusual to see the the dynamic there. And the Rick is the pussy kind of. Yeah. Which is so weird. It really is. We get these candidates that are trying to be the president of the Citadel. Mm-hmm. Five Ricks and one Morty. Right. <laughs> And the Morty wants everyone to be the same, basically. He doesn't like the segregation, and apparently that works on the debate. Yeah, nobody nobody was, you know, rooting for this Morty. But he ends up firing his uh, campaign manager. Uh-huh. Everyone likes him, even though what he says is just, you know, gibberish. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And then, of course, we have one of the Ricks at the factory who cracks and uh, shoots the manager and uh, holds well, up. Well, the, the simple Rick 
uh, factory. Yeah, he holds up with a simple rict inside a shield, and he wants an unregistered portal gun. Yeah. Because he wants to get out of there. Because obviously, if you shut off simple rick, you can't make those cookies. Or can you? <laughs> well, uh, we don't think you can. What did you think of the portal gun that takes him to a blender universe? I think that's smart writing, and I think it's hilarious. I thought it was great. <laughs> um, we also get the Stand By Me kids. Which we talked about. You were you thought it was Stand By Me, and I wrote in the notes, Stand By Me. It was pretty much. You got the fat kid. You got the you know, uh, rebellious kid. You got the, I don't know, mm-hmm. other kids. Mm-hmm. But they're all same by me kids. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna call them. yeah. They had that. They had that look. Uh, I like the Morty Town Locos, which is a group of Mortys, <laughs> and they have a, a a weird Rick there, like a redneck Rick. I call him, who's tra- who's making bootleg portal fluid, and apparently got the the ingredients wrong. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, the funny thing was the shop owner said he looks like any other Morty, but they had like, they had like tattoos on their faces. Mm-hmm. So they could have said they had, they had tattoos on their faces. <laughs> What'd you think of the creepy Morty? It was, it was a, a, a dance club of Mortys. Uh, <clears throat> somebody's got an effed up mind. <laughs> I, I, I love, I love when the cops go to talk to big Morty and they say, and they say Morty, which Morty? <laughs> Every time, like, yeah, these big muscle bound Morty yeah, which, show up. Which Morty? <laughs> which Morty? Yeah, of course the cops are basically training day. Mm-hmm. You know, s- scenes out of training day. Yep. I was surprised at what what happened between Rick and Morty cops there. Um. Yeah, the whole like, bad cop, good top, good cop thing. Yeah, bad cop, badder cop. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we, the president Morty ends up winning. Mm-hmm. But before that, the campaign manager was given some secret, secret notes. Right. And the campaign manager, you know, tries to assassinate, you know, would be, pre- would be Morty president. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't succeed. Nope. Basically makes him, uh, he wins anyway. Regardless, mm-hmm. th- it probably actually helped him that he got shot. I think it did, but I love the fact that he's just a figurehead. He doesn't actually run the country. What do you mean? Well, you remember that uh, they had the board of Ricks there, and it's they said it doesn't matter who sits in that seat because they they run everything. Well, he changed all that though. Of course, <laughs> so Dan looking in the mirror and just watching them all get killed behind him. Yeah, who agrees with this guy? Bam, bam, bam. I love that. What would you think of the whole um, Rick D. Sanchez III, who was, I guess, like the president or whatever, or the owner of Simple Rick's Cookies? Uh-huh. How he shows up and talks to the other Rick. And he takes him out um, happy memories. I had a feeling he was going to die. I didn't know he was going to die right there. And then use him to make Simple Rick. I thought that was such a great idea. Take Actually, that- he didn't die then. He got. He just got shot. That happy memory and just keep using that happy memory to make the, the stuff they need for Simple Rick's cookies. Genius. Genius writing. I love that. I love that. Genius. Best damn show on TV. And then 
we see what happens to all the the Ricks and Mortys that don't do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, they go they go into space and they're uh, floating bodies while into in the city plays again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we get the after credits scene. Rick and Morty, our Rick and Morty, come back from Atlantis. And they basically talk about how they like mermaid puss. Mermaid puss. That mermaid puss, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. That's another adventure we'll find later on. <laughs> I like, yeah, I want to see that one. <laughs> um, also, the one thing is that the president was a callback to... Uh, Evil Morty from another episode. Mm-hmm. If you remember, uh, he was that episode where there's like a ton of Mortys around that building. Remember yeah, that? I remember that one. Yeah. And I think he's a robot. I, I think he is. I don't know. Half robot, something, something's up with him. Yeah. I don't know if there's going to be another callback to him or not, but we'll see. There's so many callbacks in these episodes now. It's hard to keep track of them all. Yeah. You gotta go to a freaking website to see all the callbacks. I know, and even there, we're like, "What? We missed that, huh?" Yeah, so many things you could miss in this episode. Yeah. So, what do you think of this one? I I love this episode. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I like seeing another universe like this, and another what do you call it? Another aspect of of these two characters. You know? Yeah, it's amazing how developed you can make these two characters into so many different things. Yeah. And it doesn't feel forced or it doesn't feel like cookie cutter. It feels so different, mm-hmm. you know? Or it feels organic in a way, which right. it shouldn't because right. they're just Rick and Morty's. Yeah. I mean, kudos to the writers on this, guys. Oh, yeah. They did a great job, but I'm not as much of a fan of it as you are because I was, I was expecting our Rick and Morty to have an adventure. I didn't expect it to be. But that's what we always see. This is something, uh, a departure from that, you know? I don't know. When it's called the Rick Lannis mix-up, I'm like, okay, we're going to go do Atlantis. Yay. But that would have been so cliche, right? Yeah, but knowing the way these guys write, for all we know, we we might get an episode of that down the road. (laughs) This feels like one of those like interdimensional cable episodes, which I like. It kind of is, but it's in one, one dimension. It's like, here you go. Enjoy it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I All right, loved it. scale of one to ten, how would you rate this one? Eight and a half. Yeah, it's a seven and a half for me. Okay, not one of my favorites, but I don't want to say it's the worst. I don't even know what the worst episode is yet. I haven't seen anything that's just like Ugh. anything with uh, Jerry and Beth. Yeah, yeah. I think that's <laughs> the reason there was like like no Jerry. No summer, and I think there was a baby Beth, Beth somewhere in this. Yeah, there was a baby Beth at the the simple Rick commercial. <laughs> that's it, and that's all you get. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm wondering when we go to season four of the show if it's going to be more Rick and Morty and less everybody else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I'm liking. We'll find the- out in two more episodes. Oh, two more episodes. We we'll find out Three in November. More? November, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, unless you know something I don't know. you. I don't know anything. I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. Just look for Brian Says. And as always, you can catch us over at samproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher for all your sci-fi goodness. That's it for this week's episode, my friend. Until next time, have a good one. <laughs>